I run, I lift, I do yoga, and that means sore knees, that means sore back, that means sore everything. KT Tape helps me push past it. Serious athletes use KT Tape to relieve pain and aching muscles and joints. Super easy to apply. Use it for many common injuries. Get it today at a store near you or buy online and get 20% off. With KT Tape, I know that I can perform at my best. KT Tape. Train longer. Finish stronger. to episode number 54 of Golf Pod Kentucky, presented by KT Tape. My name is Ethan Fisher, and it has been a while since we last did a podcast. Had a couple instances of people not being able to come on the podcast and just some schedule conflicts. And with how busy it's been the last month and a half or so, it's just been difficult to get one together. So apologies for the delay. Hopefully your lives haven't been too empty without this podcast in your life, but we are back. And we're thrilled to be back with Tyler Chilson, who is the outside sales representative of Callaway Golf, two-time reigning winner of the section's sales representative of the year award. We will hear from him momentarily. As far as news items go, uh, so much has happened in the last 45 or 50 days that I don't want to bore everyone to death by talking in length about things. So I'm just going to rattle off some quick stuff. If you are interested in any of these things and you want to learn more about them, go to either kygolf.org or kyjuniorgolf.org and you'll be able to read up more or see results with all these happenings. But we had Patrick Newcomb win the 103rd Kentucky Open presented by Persimmon Ridge at the end of July. We then had $75,000 raised at our annual ISCO Industries Youth on Course Kentucky Pro-Am at Valhalla Golf Club. Immediately after that, we had another $15,000 go the way of the Kentucky Golf Foundation through our online auction. Thank you to everyone who participated in that. Kelly Maxwell won the Kentucky PGA Senior Professional Championship at Frankfurt Country Club in a playoff over the four-time reigning champion, Bruce Oldendick. Taylor Edlin won the third edition of the Kentucky Women's Amateur Stroke Play Championship at the University Club of Kentucky. Gary Backlund won the Kentucky Senior Amateur presented by Clark's Pump and Shop for the third time, his first time since 2015, I believe. Dick Barreto, Buddy Bryant, Kevin Greenwell, Betty Bird Krager, Tenny Orr, and Pat Stevens, all of them are going to be inducted as the Kentucky Golf Hall of Fame's 2022 induction class. We will have information on a location and date of the ceremony here in the coming weeks, but congrats to the six of them on achieving the biggest accomplishment you can get here in Kentucky golf. Derby City won the Kentucky PGA Junior League Section Championship at Wildwood Country Club. And then Eric King won Golf House Kentucky Classic number three, supported by Hole in One USA at Summit Hills Country Club. Apologies if I left anything out. I think I got all the big stuff, but again, go to our website to see further details about all that stuff and plenty more. We have a lot to look forward to this fall going into the off season. Hopefully this podcast with Tyler is a good start to that. I think this is a conversation a lot of you will really like, especially if you're a gearhead and you're really passionate about equipment. Tyler is one of the best, obviously, what he does. So without further ado, let's go ahead and steer into our conversation with Mr. Chilson. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome aboard Tyler Chilson, the outside sales representative of Callaway Golf here in Kentucky. 
Tyler, thank you for being here, sir. How's your year been going so far? Absolutely, Ethan. Thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, year's been good, and uh, it's uh, it's been another uh, another whirlwind. Uh, I would say. I think most would agree. It's uh, it's been crazy, man. The golf industry is, is definitely uh, definitely in a good spot, and it's uh, I don't really see a a slowdown here anytime soon. So, which is good, <laughs> which is good. But I'm sure the uh, the pros uh, and, and yourself, I'm sure your team and and my myself, my team. I think we could all use a, a slight break here, but uh, that'll come. I'm sure come come winter. So, yeah, I've been telling people for the last couple of weeks. It's been a recurring theme every year since I got here. But <laughs> around August is when we hit hashtag Pray for November mode, where that is in sight. <laughs> it's not quite there, and we're, uh, yeah, we're just a couple sure. months away. <laughs> but, yeah, we're getting we're getting there. We're getting there, but uh, no, absolutely. So I want to start out by talking about uh, your upbringing and kind of what led you to the spot that you're in right now. And uh, I know you're from the West Coast, but give me the lowdown on where exactly you grew up and mm -hmm. where you went to college, all that jazz. Yeah, uh, well, I'm going to try to make a, a long story uh, a little shorter. Um, believe it or not, I, I actually grew up in um, Stillwater, Minnesota. Um, so I went to, to high school, played high school baseball um, in Stillwater, Minnesota. Um, grew up in the restaurant business. My, my grandparents and my parents um, had a, a restaurant, owned a restaurant um, downtown. Uh, I was in the family for about 50 years. Um, actually, they just sold it last year. Um, so I grew up in the restaurant business. Um, you know, started working there, quite honestly, probably when I was, you know, 11, 11 12, cleaning dishes cleaning toilets, uh, be all that fun stuff. Um, but, you know, collecting a, a small little um, paycheck to, to try and, uh, you know, figure out what, what I was going to do next. Um, so I, I did that, played uh, high school baseball competitively, you know, had dreams uh, like most, um, you know, had dreams of, of playing collegiately and, and then professionally. Um, I had a scholarship, small, uh, small scholarship to a, a small school, NAIA, uh, in Sioux City, Iowa. Uh, so I did that for uh, about a year uh, before I realized uh, Iowa was just as cold, if not colder, than uh, Minnesota. Uh, so that's when uh, I kind of set my my eyes on uh, the the West Coast. Um, inevitably, I moved to Arizona, um, moved to California, back to Arizona. I, I transferred around a little bit, trying to figure out what you know what I wanted to do. Um, played uh, baseball for another couple years at the collegiate level um, in in California and Arizona uh, before inevitably I, I got actually got into the golf business um, in Tucson, Arizona. Um, I was going to a, a community college, uh, Pima Community College. Um, I just gotten accepted to to go to um, Eller School of Management at the University of Arizona. So I was starting to take classes at the, the University of Arizona. And, you know, part-time uh, after giving up baseball, I, I got into the golf business. I worked at a, a Troon property, um, semi-private facility uh, in Marana called the Gallery Golf Club. Um, they used to host the Accenture, Accenture Match Play um, event years and years ago. But uh, um, I was fortunate enough to, to run into some, some really, really good people there and, and just fell in love with the golf business and, and kind of decided at that point, um, you know, I wanted to see what opportunities existed there. So uh, I ended up uh, once again transferring. Um, I ended up going to the Golf Academy of America in San Diego. Um, so that was a, 
I guess, 16, 18 months uh, program. So I, I completed that. Um, and while I was out there, I, I got uh, I got set up, or actually the reason I, I moved there initially, um, I started working at Madeira's Golf Club, um, another Troon property in, in San Diego, um, and was doing that. And I was caddying uh, out at Torrey Pines. Um, I uh, And then I was working uh, part-time in the, the bag room at Madeira's. So I, you know, I was all all in at that point with golf, and and you know, absolutely loved it. Um, but it, you know, was very difficult to to make a living, um, you know, working all these part time jobs and in a very expensive part of the the country. So, um, you know, honestly, the it kind of rolls into how I got, you know, obviously introduced to golf, but how I got, uh, you know, connected with with Callaway, and it's uh, it's a really cool story. Uh, I was working at Madeiras one day. Um, I was working the range, you know, setting up the range, refilling, picking, all that, all that fun stuff. Um, and we happened to have a Callaway back then. We called them demo days. Um, so we had a Callaway demo day out at the facility, and it was the San Diego rep uh, that came. And he didn't have a, a tech rep or anything, so you know, I could tell when he pulled up. You know, he he had a, a truck full of stuff and and didn't really have anybody else to help him with it. So I, I kind of rushed down there and. And, you know, it was all hands on deck and, and kind of almost forgot about my day job uh, at Madeira's that day and, and was just kind of bending over backwards, you know, helping them get set up. And, and uh, you know, I was just kind of, you know, up there the whole day, kind of, you know, chatting them up a little bit and, and just feeling them out. And uh, before I know it, um, you know, the next morning I, I wake up and there's a, a message in my LinkedIn uh, inbox and, he basically said, you know, hey, Tyler, thank you so much for your help yesterday at Madeiras. Uh, how would you like, you know, how, how would you feel about working for Callaway? And I said, oh, my gosh, absolutely. Sign me up. So uh, literally a couple of days later, we had the paperwork filled out, and, and I was an employee of, of Callaway Golf as a, a demo day rep. And uh, and then from there, um, the rest is, is kind of history. But uh, I, I worked uh, worked at the, I worked as a demo day rep in the San Diego Territory for a, about a year. Uh, about nine, nine, ten months maybe, and then uh, I got a call from in uh, customer service um, at our Callaway Golf headquarters in Carlsbad. Um, they offered me a, a job in in customer service, so inevitably I took that, um, and that kind of became my my full time job. Um, I did that for a, a couple years uh, before getting promoted into to inside sales, uh, which I did for another couple years uh, before getting the call to to come out here. So I've been out here for um going on four years so very cool kind of that, that long, long story uh somewhat short but uh <laughs> that gives you a pretty pretty good understanding i, I think yeah well there's a few things i want to uh, touch on that you discussed there first of all i yeah. did not know about the minnesota part originally so i promise i did mm -hmm. not have an extended view of the west coast but I, oh no no worries yeah. <laughs> um but you talked about how you were involved with baseball originally, and then golf came about a bit later. Uh, what specifically about the game kind of got your attention? Well, you know, I've I played, I've I played all my life. Um, you know, not to, I never really took it serious, but you know, I was I grew up playing with my dad at, at our local country club in, in Stillwater, and um, I played junior golf. I mean, I, I loved it. You know, I just I don't think I was as good at a golf obviously as I was at baseball. So baseball kind of took me a, a different direction, but. Um, now, I mean, I just, you know, the, the game of, of golf is, it's something, like I said, you, you can get started uh, really early and, and you can continue playing, you know, pretty much through the, 
the extent of, of the rest of your life. So when you stay healthy and, and you've got the time to do it, right? I mean, it, it's, you know, very, uh, it, it takes a lot of time and, and a lot of patience. Um, but it, it's, I love the challenge. I love the difficulty. Um, it's a great way to, to be out in, in nature and good way to meet people and network. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing you said there is false. And then when it came to <laughs> that, uh, that infamous moment when you started interacting with that gentleman from Callaway, had you mm -hmm. seen any other demo days from other companies previous to that? Or was that literally the first time you had gotten involved with the uh, equipment manufacturer in that kind of form? Yeah, so that was the that was the second second or third. Um, uh, you know, I initially got uh, introduced to to demo days uh, back in in my time in Arizona at, at uh, the gallery gallery golf club. Um, you know, we used to host like some multi vendor events, and um, so I was always excited about it. I, I didn't really know what you know what it entailed. I, I didn't know much about it, but you know, I was always excited to to be out on the range and and helping out in any way I can. Um, so it, it uh, but like I said, just really kind of right place, right time, and and, um, and the rest is is kind of history. Gotcha. And then when it came to moving to Kentucky, was mm -hmm. was that the only job you had like lined up in that uh, specific form, or were there other areas in the country where you had the offer to go to? Um, what was it about coming to Kentucky that appealed to you? Yeah, uh, I mean to be totally honest with you, um, I, I I did not have anything else lined up, nor nor did I I want to. I, I never wanted to move. Um, I loved Southern California. I love Carlsbad. Um, you know, I I, I had uh, you know a ton of good relationships and, and friendships out there, and and you know being um, you know just minutes away from from our headquarters and, and being able to come in every every day and, and, you know, network and, and continue to build and develop relationships with, uh, with our team there. I mean, that was special to me. I, I really never honestly wanted to, to move anywhere. Um, and I, and I, I wasn't really, uh, I didn't want to be an outside sales rep, to be quite honest with you. Um, inside sales was kind of enough. Uh, my phone, uh, as an inside rep, I, I tell some of my, my customers now, because I actually had this territory. So Kentucky was one of my seven territories, uh, seven or eight territories that I, I called on as an insider rep. So I, I did already have, you know, quite a few relationships established out here. Um, but, I, you know, it's, it's funny. I tell some of those guys, you know, they used to call in and they still remember the days when they called me as an insider rep. And, you know, I, I had three lines at all times. And when I got there, you know, at, at 5.30, 6 a.m. Pacific time, you know, it would have been 7.30, 8, 8 o'clock here. Um, you know, my phone would, would be ringing off the hook and I'd have all three of those lines covered pretty much from, you know, 6, 7 a.m. to 3, you know, 2.30, 3 o'clock every day. So it was a grind, um, but I, I don't know, I loved it. You know, I loved being around. Uh, we had 13, 14 other inside sales reps in, in our, our little uh, our area and, and called it the bullpen. And, and I just I enjoyed it. I loved everything, everything about it. I, I love being around people and you know, being able to, to go hang out after work and, and um, just be part of, of something special. So honestly, I, I wasn't as excited to, to go, you know, do my own thing and anywhere for that matter. I, I you know, I was kind of satisfied where I was, but um, Kentucky came about. Um, it was the second time um, that Kentucky, the, the territory had come about. Uh, the first time was when Billy Trimble came in and, and took over and um, I had interviewed, I had gone through the process there, um, not necessarily committed to, to the job. Um, 
uh, you know, I did it more just as a, a good opportunity, I think, and, and just a, a way to kind of get in the, the good graces of management and, and let them know that, I, you know, I am in a, a spot where I, I can I can definitely come out and, and, and help fill um, an outside sales role if, if needed. And so when this Kentucky opened up four years ago, um, yeah, I mean, it was definitely more more intriguing. I mean, it was, you know, a year and a half, two years later than, than the first uh, time I had interviewed. And um, um, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was, it was the right time. Um, I, you know, I needed a, a little change. Um, they offered me, you know, the, the territory and, and um, it was kind of hard to, to turn it down. So. Right. Now, when it comes to your current position, I believe this is probably going to be a two-part question, but this time of year during the summer, what does your day-by-day -day schedule look like? And then part B, what does it look like during the winter when golf is yeah. not nearly as common? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, two really totally different uh, game plans, really. So, you know, in the hardest season, uh, and for us, I mean, that really kicked off, you know, 3-1 to, I mean, like I said, I mean, it really doesn't feel like it, it's necessarily slowing down. Um, but, you know, typically from March 1st through, you know, I would say the end of September, um, you know, it, it's kind of our, our season, our, our fitting day season, if you will. So, um, you know, I try and be, I, I want to support my accounts and, and my team too, as, as best, you know, as best I can. So, so I try and get to, to most, uh, if not all of, of my fitting days uh, throughout the territory and, and you know, in season. Um, I mean, we'll be close to 150 this year um, and throughout the entire territory. So, I mean, that's, you know, pretty much Monday through, you know, Saturday, Sunday, um, every week, you know, through the certainly through the heart of the season and, and it's starting to slow down a little bit now um you know with with uh, fitting events but um you know we do quite a few of those um throughout the territory i, I cover um all of kentucky with the exception of a couple different uh, pockets paducah and then florence um and then i have southern indiana so you know i go all the way up to, to seymour and then over to evansville and, and down through um you know henderson and, and owensboro so uh, my territory is very widespread. I mean, it you know it, it's three and a half, four hours to each corner uh, of the territory. So I mean, it's very time consuming. Um, so I mean, a, a, a typical day uh, in season, I, I would say, you know, if there's a, a fitting event, depending on where it is, I mean, if it's you know three and a half, four hours away, you know, I'm on the road by six a.m. and and probably not home until you know eight or nine. Um, but uh, but you know that's that's kind of in season and, and certainly not always you know, the case uh, just kind of depends on where I'm at that day or, or that week. But, um, and then, you know, if you get into, I mean, really right now it kind of overlaps and we're starting to book in, you know, our performance gear. So this is kind of the, the soft uh, version of, of our fall run. Um, you know, we're booking some, you know, scattered uh, fall uh, kind of limited run fall products. Um, but for the most part, we're, we're kind of, you know, diving into um, our performance gear, socket gear uh, business for, for 23 and, and sort of plan that out. So, um, you know, socket showcases and, and meetings, you know, two to three uh, meetings a, a day, um, just trying to get that stuff booked and, and planned out. And then, you know, that rolls directly into our fall run. You know, we've got another meeting here um, with Callaway uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, we'll kind of, that'll kick off the fall run and, and give us an idea of what we're going to be selling in you know, come uh, September, November, and, and through the rest of the, the year. So, um, you know, fall run as, as we head into um, September, October, November, 
really even through December, January timeframe, we're, we're still booking a lot of that, that business for, for 2023 at this point. So um, that could be a grind. I mean, that's, you know, you're trying to see as many accounts as you can in, in those, you know, three, four months. So it, it's, you know, you're on the road um, pretty much every day, you know, I try and take a, at least one, one weekend uh, day off. Usually it's a, a Sunday to be with my family and, and uh, watch some football, but um, yeah, outside of that, just just trying to get uh, kind of all of our our ducks in a row for the following season, and then it's kind of rinse and repeat. So, <laughs> well, even though it's a grind a lot of the time for you, it's evident throughout a few years of knowing you that you really do enjoy what you do and that you're passionate about it. So, what are your favorite things about your role, and maybe why you would recommend your line of work to someone else who's thinking about getting into this uh, this line of work? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely passionate. I'm I'm invested. Um, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's a great job. It's a, a great career. Um, you know, there's so many opportunities that that come you know from within the, the Callaway organization, and we've got a, a huge. Uh, portfolio of, of brands and opportunities, you know, Travis Matthew, Ojo, Odyssey, Jack Wolfskin, now Topgolf. I mean, it, you know, there's, there's endless possibilities, um, you know, through, throughout our organization. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I love being a part of, of the Callaway family. I mean, it's the, the best company and, and some of the best people I've ever uh, worked for and, and worked with in my entire life. Um, but, you know, just being out here and, and the culture out here, I mean, people are, are very genuine and, uh, very friendly. Um, so, you know, people are easy to get along with and I enjoy, you know, cultivating those, those relationships out here. I mean, it's, it's a relationship business. And, and I think that's probably my, my favorite part about it. Um, you know, I think uh, there's, there's folks uh, that, you know, outside the, the golf industry, I think they look at, at a position in, inside the business as just a, a way to get out and play golf. And, you know, I think we all know that that's not the, the case. You don't get into the golf business to, to play golf. It, it's very, it's very challenging. It's very demanding. Um, you know, I think the, uh, there's a good article. Uh, I think it was uh, Golf Digest maybe that, that wrote it um, a few yeah. months ago and, and just the, the effects of COVID uh, and this pandemic on, on our PGA golf professionals. I mean, it's, it's, it's strenuous. Um, I mean, it's crazy what, what this business has done. It's, it's been healthy for, you know, a, a lot of instances, but um, it, it's taken a, a toll on, on a lot of our customers as well. And, and it's, you know, we understand that. So it, it's just about trying to manage that business and, and, and trying to create a, a healthy environment as, as best as possible. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think my favorite thing is, is just, you know, continuing to, to build and, and cultivate relationships and, um, you know, to see your business grow, um, you know, in, in certain areas and in certain categories and, and with certain customers is, is pretty special. So to, to see that you can kind of make an impact on that, um, I, I think is really cool. Yeah, and it was Golf Digest who did that article, and yeah. I'd recommend it to anyone, whether you're a professional or amateur, if you haven't already read it, to go find it. It was probably published back in April or May, but mm -hmm. you, your respect with the uh, professionals here in Kentucky is evident through the fact that you've won the Sales Representative of the Year Award here two straight times now, both in 2022 and in 2021. And I had to look it up a second ago because I was wondering if that ever happened before, and it has, but it's been a while. It's not often you see someone yeah. repeat in any award, yeah. especially the sales rep award. So what did that mean to you to get that recognition two straight times now? Yeah, oh, man, uh, very special. You know, I mean, it, it just shows that, 
you know, my hard work and, and commitment to, you know, my customers and, and the territory and, and the business out here is, is paying off. And, um, you know, to get the, the respect from your peers is, uh, I mean, that's the most special, special thing out there, right? I mean, it, it's, uh, you can't, you really can't put that into to words. Um, it means, it means the world. It really does. Awesome. Now, kind of changing changing subjects to uh, another path of the industry. Before mm -hmm. this year, with the whole live PGA Tour drama, it seemed like the big mm -hmm. overarching question in golf was the talk of equipment rollbacks and what might mm -hmm. come of technology going forward with the sport. And while it's certainly a prevalent topic, it has taken a bit of a backseat this year. So. I haven't heard nearly as much discussion about it recently, but I am curious about your two cents on it, given your position and who you work for. So when yeah. you hear this topic brought up and the fact that the USGA is doing all this research in terms of what they might do, what they might not do, uh, what's your, what are your feelings about it very bluntly? Yeah, no, I mean, that's, it's an interesting question. Um, and to be quite honest with you, and I, I really, I don't think too much uh, about what's going on outside of, of really what I can control here. Um, you know, what's going on with Liv and, and the PJ Tour and, you know, I mean, there's no doubt in, in the potential rollbacks. I mean, all that stuff is is definitely going to influence uh, our, our business, you know, across the board. And, and there's there's no doubt about that um, in, in one way or, or the other. But, um, you know, I, I yeah, I really try not to get too invested in, in in things that i i just can't control um i think our job is is you know hectic enough in, in certain areas that uh i just try and kind of stay on on tune with what i i can control and, and what's in front of me but uh but yeah i mean I, I, there's no doubt if, if any of that stuff happens and and you know what inevitably shakes out with live and, and the pj tour and uh and all that i mean there's no doubt all of that is, is definitely going to uh, play a, a role and and you know have some sort of impact on on our business moving forward but um you know i, I think uh yeah it, it's it's an interesting topic um to say the least but i, I you know i don't really have a, a whole lot of um good insight on that I, I i don't know too much about what uh is going on uh, currently with uh with live and the PJ tour and, and all that, all that fun stuff. I, I honestly, I, I kind of try and stay uh, out of it as, as much as possible until uh, I guess uh, it's communicated from one side or the other, that, that it's something that, you know, we need uh, to be aware of and, and uh, something that's going to directly impact us. So um, I wish I had uh, a little bit better answer to that question for you, but, uh, but yeah, I, I really, um, what, what happens happens, but, you know, I think, uh, um, you know, what we've done as a company, um, you know, delivering demonstrably superior, pleasingly different product. You hear us say that all the time, and that's our motto, and and uh, that's the, the mission of Callaway. Um, you know, our, our innovation is is just unbelievable, the guys that we have and, and girls that we have uh, throughout our company and, and you know, the, the research and development and the efforts and investment that we, we put in uh, to building this brand and, and globally, um, you know, it, it, it's yeah I, I mean i i would hate to see all of that you know get get tarnished in any way um given you know the talk of, of equipment rollbacks and this and that but um i, I don't think at the same time that that's going to necessarily affect our, our retail business um you know i think that's more uh involved with you know the pga tour and, and professional golf and um 
you know, it, it's interesting. I don't know. Uh, I really don't know what, what's going to happen there, but, uh, but hopefully it doesn't uh, impact our, our overall uh, business and, and the partnerships that we have uh, established with our customers. No, fair enough. And that's, uh, those are certainly a, like controversial, maybe not so fun topics, but I do want to talk mm -hmm. about something that is more fun and I think is good mm -hmm. news for everybody who's around Kentucky golf. And that is the fact that our long awaited top golf facility is just a few months away <laughs> from being open. And yeah, I think it was in uh, the spring of 2021, Callaway acquired the rights to top golf. So now there's a mm -hmm. very potent connection between the, the two companies. So, yeah, with the opening of this facility in Louisville later this year, have you had any direct role with what's been going on so far? Have they reached out to you? Have you had input on anything, whether that is related to whatever Callaway it is that mm -hmm. they're involved with? I really don't know the answer yeah. to that, but have yeah. you no, talked sure. to them at all? Uh, so I, I haven't been in communication yet. Um, so that that all comes from we've got a team in place at, at corporate uh, that handles that that relationship and, and that partnership. So, um, you know, I know it, it's scheduled to open up here um, into the fall. I, I think inevitably it'll it'll be uh, probably around November, December. Mm -hmm. um, so just, you know, just prior to the end of the year. But um, I mean, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, top ball for anybody that, that's, that's been there um, throughout the country. I mean, it, it's such a, a cool experience and, you know, the food's phenomenal. Uh, the technology is, is just incredible. Um, it's fun. It's interactive. It, it uh, you know, it, it brings uh, something so extremely cool and, and unique to the, the golf business from an entertainment standpoint. Um, and it's huge for Louisville. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's, we don't have anything like this. I mean, the, the closest one, we've got one in Cincinnati. We've got one in um in nashville i mean uh to, to have something like this in in, in the heart of kentucky is is going to be huge um it's going to be very special and um, i will have a, a good uh working relationship with the, the folks at the, the louisville location that will be a, an account that i'll service um on a weekly basis but um yeah i mean it's good for for us it's good for our customers um you know our, our Callaway staffers um, are, are going to enjoy the, the perks and benefits of of that, um, you know, we'll be uh, hosting, you know, private events throughout the year and, and staff fitting days and, and staff appreciation events. So, um, you know, it's really a, another unique uh, opportunity for us to, to be able to, to show our customers how much we, we truly appreciate their business. Have you picked the brains of your peers spread throughout the country who do have top golfs in their locations as to how they've gone about working that relationship while also doing everything else they've got? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got uh, yeah, I've got some, some very strong and, and healthy relationships with um, you know all of our our reps in the, the company, but you know most really most of our our guys at this point, um, or, or you know most of our our sales reps um, have. A location uh, relatively close, uh, if not, you know, inside their territory, uh, just outside their territory. So, I mean, there's, you know, most of our reps have at least one or, or two of these that they service, um, and, you know, and, and they treat it the, the same as they would any other account. I mean, it's a, it's definitely a, it's a unique creature, um, but there's a, a ton of upside and, and a ton of, you know, uh, potential and, and opportunities uh, within that business. So, you know, they, they treat it the same as they do any other account. Um, you know, I, I think there's some, some creative ways to, to get people engaged out there and, and you know, deliver a, a very cool and unique experience. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's 
it's definitely a, a different animal than than you know going to a, a green grass um you know golf course uh, facility or, or going to you know a, a dick sporting goods or a golf galaxy or a golf headquarters or you know any of our, our off course retailers um but it, it's yeah definitely brings some some potential and and i think there's uh some, some very unique opportunities available so i'm excited to to start working with those folks and, and see what uh, see what we can do together. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool to see. And obviously, this is in your immediate future. But when it comes to the long term future, uh, what have you thought about in the way of career goals or aspirations for you? What things do you have in mind that you want to achieve, or is there maybe a certain position within Callaway that you want to get to one day? Yeah, I mean, I certainly want to. You know, I want to continue. Um, my career with with the company i, I absolutely love callaway and, and you know i don't see myself um you know chasing any any other opportunities outside of, of what's in front of me with with this company i i you know, i've had a, a great uh, going on eight years um you know i've had nothing but the great times and, and great opportunities uh presented my way so um, i want to continue building a, a career with these guys and you know i don't know what uh I, I try and, you know, there's I certainly have some long-term goals, um, you know, continue to, to, to climb the ladder and, and continue to, to develop and, and look at um, some more managerial uh, roles in, in the future. But, you know, right now my, my focus is just, you know, continuing to, to chip away at, at what we have out here. We've built a, a very special, um, you know, very special opportunity here in, in the Kentuckiana um, section in, in Kentuckiana territory. Um, you know, so it, it's my focus is, is just, you know, continuing to, to build and, and grow that and, and we'll see what happens. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm here, um, <laughs> for as, as long as I can be, as, as long as they'll have me and, and uh, we're just going to continue to chip away. But, uh, but yeah, I definitely want to, I want to, uh, continue my career with Callaway Golf um, and, and we'll see what opportunities come next. Good stuff. So that does it for normal questions that I had for you. We're going to transition now sure. into rapid fire, which I believe you're familiar with, but uh, refresher, uh, you, don't need yeah. to, you don't need to give an explanation for any of these uh, answers you're about to give. So without okay. further ado, what's your favorite golf course in Kentucky? Uh, Big Spring Country Club. What is your favorite golf course outside of Kentucky? Um, ooh um Torrey Pines in uh, San Diego yeah what golf course that you have not played yet are you most wanting to go play uh just in Kentucky or overall anywhere anywhere in the world oh gosh um Pebble Beach when you're playing a normal round of golf would you rather walk or ride uh I'd rather walk what is your favorite golf movie Ooh, Tin Cup. Favorite golf book? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, you know, I wish I was more of a, a reader. Um, I, I don't have an answer to that. Pro uh, well, you know, probably one of Tiger's, probably one of Tiger's books. Um, I, I've, I've dabbled in, in a few of those, but uh, I, I've never, I can't say I've made it through um, an entire book uh in that in that sense in that sense but uh but now I, I would say I've, I've definitely uh i've been intrigued by by some of his um some of his stuff it makes me feel any better i'd probably be in the same boat if you asked me that question <laughs> so i was trying to think about what I was yeah i'm trying to think a lot of <laughs> um here's an easy one for you what kind of golf ball do you use 
<laughs> Callaway Chrome Soft X Triple Track, white. Uh, you and I are both neutral parties in this for the most part, but if you had to yeah. pick a preference, uh, UK or Louisville? You know, uh, Louisville, and, and I say that, um, you know, my, my wife uh, went there, her entire family went there, and, and something that people don't know about me is um, with all the transferring I've done, I'm I'm actually back in school. I'm, I'm in, currently enrolled at UofL online, oh. so I'm, I'm trying to finish up my, my degree um, kind of alongside everything else uh, we have going, so I, I, I would have to say uh, UofL. So sorry to the, the UK <laughs> fans out there, but... Uh, <laughs> I, I think even the bluest of blue would be able to understand that but congrats that's awesome <laughs> thank you um if you could go anywhere in the world to vacation where would you be headed oh you know i've never been to italy um spain never really been anywhere um anywhere in europe so i'd, I'd be curious to but i mean it's hard to argue you know hawaii is, is gorgeous um but I would have to say probably uh, Italy or Spain. And then last one for you. Uh, are you and your wife, do you guys have anything that you're currently binging on Netflix, Hulu, any other streaming platform? Um, yeah, so a couple. Um, Animal Kingdom, uh, which is a, it's kind of a raunchy show um, on TNT, but uh, it, it's, it's got a special place in my heart because it's, it's literally filmed right down. It's in Oceanside, California, so it kind of filmed – uh, on the Strand, which is uh, not too far from where I, I lived in, in Carlsbad. So it's kind of cool to be able to see a lot of the same stuff. Um, and then uh, Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix uh, currently. I've not heard of that one. I have heard of Animal Kingdom, yeah. but no, the, the second one's new to me. What's that one about? Uh, you know, I think it, it's based actually off of a, a novel, and I want to say there's a movie with, uh, I think, Matthew McConaughey. Um, but it's, it's just a... Uh, um drama uh you know involves um lawyers and, and murders and <laughs> all that uh all that fun stuff but it's it's definitely worth a watch um i think there's you know 10 or 12 episodes that just just came out uh this year so okay it's a good one i'll, I'll have to keep it in mind i, I don't know if you watched uh <laughs> breaking bad or better call better call Saul, but with better call Saul sure. just now finishing and that being a lot of lawyers and murders I could, uh, yeah I, I could go for something more in that vein so i'll have to give it a look for sure for sure all right tyler i'll let you go on that note i appreciate you being here friend uh congrats once more on the section awards you've gotten here the last couple of years and half a year who knows i might be getting your photo with a, a third straight time getting it but we'll find out in march about that but in the meantime keep doing what you're doing and thanks for everything you do thank you and i really appreciate the opportunity here and uh, appreciate uh, everybody's continued support of callaway golf